Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello, it's just gone 2am here in Istanbul. It can't be too long until the first call to prayer uh, for the day in this extraordinary city. And it was an extraordinary night covering Manchester United. The reason why I'm still not asleep is because of these late finishes you get uh, covering European away games and by the time you get back to your hotel the adrenaline is still wearing it's very very difficult to um, to get some shut eyes so it's an opportunity to do one of these impromptu raw podcasts because the dust has still not settled on on an extraordinary Manchester United match and we shouldn't be surprised given that this has become par for the course with them in the Champions League this season uh, every game it feels like it's had, had an element of chaos about it. The one game United have won in this group stage was possibly their their weakest or most most uninspiring or unimpressive performance, that, that 1-0 defeat of Copenhagen when Andre Onana was the, the hero of the hour with that late penalty save. But unfortunately, he has cost United again. And if they do go out of the Champions League... He will be the man who really does uh, encapsulate their their form. Uh, that the howler from Leroy Sane, the howlers uh, tonight for for Hakim Ziyech, especially Hakim Ziyech's second goal. But I thought he was blameworthy for all three goals this evening. Anana, the third goal is too much for a gap. It's near post. The, the first free kick, he he really does badly misjudge, and of course in the reverse fixture, United's second half collapse really was sparked by his errant goal kick to Casemiro that led to Casemiro's red card and then he was beaten far too easily uh, by by Mauro Icardi for for the winning goal and when you just consider all the goals that you'd suggest that Anana was culpable for or blameworthy for I think it's maybe five goals and United have conceded 14 goals in their five games which is the most they've ever shipped in a Champions League group stage. And of course, they've still got Bayern Munich to entertain in that must-win game in a couple of weeks' time. The, the annoying thing for us uh, covering the game tonight was that where it was an early kickoff, um, there was every chance uh, two or three hours later that United would have been eliminated from the Champions League had, had Copenhagen won in Munich. Fortunately for us and fortunately for United, Copenhagen didn't. That ended goalless. So the state of play in the group, Bayern Munich, of course, won the group some time ago. They're on 13 points. Copenhagen are on five points. Galatasaray are on five points. And United are on four points. So United have to beat Bayern Munich in their final game and hope that Copenhagen Galatasaray ends in a draw. So a hell of a lot of things have to fall into place if United had to be in the Champions League round of 16 draw next month. As for tonight's game, uh, it's it's difficult to still make head or tail of, of, of what played out in that United are an enthralling um, team to watch in Europe, whereas in the Premier League, they're 
they've been by and large uninspiring. Uh, of late, they've become quite functional and efficient. They've they've won five of their last six Premier League games. They they remain the form team as far as results are concerned in the Premier League. And of course, they had their what's what widely considered to have been their their best away win under Ten Hag at Everton at the weekend. I still think it's arguable, though, that the elements of their performance against Galatasaray away and Copenhagen away um, trumps that performance at Everton. What you would say about the game at Goodison is that in the second half, they did manage the game better. The, the second half descended into a procession, whereas in the first half, they were very fortunate to go in at the interval, still 1-0 up. They, they were 1-0 up at half-time without actually creating a chance, but they were clinical with their, with their opportunities, um, four attempts on target, three goals, one a wonder goal, one a penalty, one a breakaway, and they saw out that game very, very comfortably, which nobody really foresaw at half-time. With the game tonight against Galatasaray, really it should have been a memorable and, and, and impressive away win for United not just under Ten Hag but in, in recent times especially considering their away record in Europe which is really not a lot to write home about I think it, since Sir Alex Ferguson retired United have only won I think it's still 8 out of 27 away games in the Champions League which is a really a, a paltry amount for such a, such an esteemed club and watching them tonight yeah, at 2-2 obviously they, they weren't coasting but you still had a sense that, OK, eradicate your mistakes and you'll get through this. And that was what I, I wrote in the preview for, for Wednesday morning. It was, if, if Manchester United eradicate their mistakes, they will beat Galatasaray. But these mistakes keep on happening, whether it's Anana's individual errors, whether it's the, the, the flakiness of the team. Again, it seems like the goals come in quite quick bursts. I can't quite remember... The time of, of ZX's um, second goal, the, the the second free kick, I'll, I'll just try and look it up now. The, the equalising goal, I think, was in the 71st minute and I seem to recall Maynou and, and Marshall coming on in the 58th minute. So, yes, Hakim ZX's second goal was the 62nd minute. Al Tukoglu, who's was a very good player, not too sure why he was a sub tonight, 71st minute. So, again... You could it's 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 a goal glut comparable to the goal gluts conceded against Copenhagen in both halves, against Bayern Munich and also against Galatasaray at Old Trafford. So the there are recurring themes in United's group stage, um, really negative recurring themes as well. The manner of which they concede goals, the swiftness of it as well. Um and Unfortunately for them, they've just not eradicated those mistakes in a must-win game. Remarkably, it was the first time United have drawn a match all season. And when you consider the chances they had just in the last 15 or 20 minutes alone, it's, it's preposterous that they only scored three goals in that game. I mean, Facundo Palistri could have had a hat-trick and he'd barely been on for five minutes. And of course, he had that great opportunity late on, but... Unfortunately for Andrea Nana, he is going to dominate the fallout from this match. And it was, I found it quite interesting after Bruno Fernandes, his stunning goal, Anana was celebrating quite wildly, running over to the corner and trying to bond with the United supporters who were high up behind the perspex. And it was, a, I can't remember which player who said it recently, but they, they talked about 
not really celebrating goals because it was if it was too early in a the game, there was still a job to do. If it was a late goal and it was a winning goal, fair enough, you could get carried away with it. And maybe that's what Anana has to do now. He's got to reinforce his focus because it, it seems to waver. Um, that They've got to think of new methods or to try new things to eradicate the mistakes he's been making. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mistake for the second goal. It's been noticeable this season that there are times where his shot-stopping technique does seem quite questionable. He he always seems to want to to palm the ball away when uh, the best goalkeepers, they can judge a shot and they know whether they need to palm it or fingertip to it to divert it out of harm's way. With the second goal, I'm really not quite sure what he's doing. He's almost trying to, to scoop the ball away when it's just a routine catch on the half folly or, or to trap it on the half folly and he obviously does neither and there's there's you know it's, it's not far from being an own goal really the way in which he just palms the ball in and of course questions are going to be raised about his position uh, with with Altai Bayandir there was a question about Bayandir from a Turkish journalist actually at Ten Hag's post-match press conference Why you don't uh, choose for Altai? Is there a reason why you don't choose for Altai? Oh, we are very happy with our keeper group. Uh, we have uh, with Andre, with Alti, also Tom. We have a very good keeper group, and as a group, they they do really well. They uh, have good performances. Um, yeah, and they have to push each other, and so yeah, we are very pleased with um, the coming from Altier. Uh, he gets uh, used to, to Premier League, he gets used to uh, European football, um, uh, which, is, which is tough when you're coming from Turkey, but the process uh, we are very pleased with. Uh, he's doing very well and yeah, you have to be, be patient, but if he works well, if he keeps this progress, yeah, then he will get his chances and then he has to, to take this. But he's still not played for United. And he could have a baptism of fire in, in January, uh, provided Anana is participating at the Africa Cup of Nations because there were some important games then. Uh, it's a critical stage for the season. And there's a chance that Bainder could have a, a six or, or seven game run in the team. It's difficult to envisage when he's going to go into the team before then because, of course, this period coming up just before the, the new year, is also critical and you consider some of the games where Bayern Deer could have played in. Uh, I mean, the Crystal Palace League Cup game is the most obvious example and Anana starts in that. For Anana, this was this was his worst night in United Colours. It was a regressive evening. He'd actually played quite steadily and impressively for, for a good six-week period, I think it's fair to say. S- certainly since his mistake at Brentford, there hadn't been any any 
errors. There'd been some, there was, of course, the, the vital penalty save against Copenhagen, right? The death and the home win. Um, he, he made a, you know, some, a terrific stop for Merling Haaland, albeit in a, in a defeat, but th- that was something that probably would have fueled his confidence. He's, he's had some good games and made some good saves in those games. The Everton game springs to mind. United have kept clean sheets against in, in their last three Premier League wins, in fact, which, of course, is good going as well. But this, is, this has been a regressive night and he is going to be scrutinised very, very heavily um, at Newcastle on Saturday and then it's another big game against Chelsea on, on Wednesday and the following midweek it's it's by Munich in town. So it's it's a relentless schedule and there's no there's no real let up for United. They have got a free midweek the week before Christmas as they won't be in the League Cup quarter final. But this this period still we, we knew it was going to have a big bearing on their season and and it will do, of course. Um certainly as far as the Champions League is concerned, the the chance of them qualifying or going out, that is going to go to the wire with that Bayern Munich game. But what I would say about this period, maybe a few weeks ago, we were looking at these key games coming up and the consensus was that it would have a big bearing, not only on United's season, but it could have a big bearing on Eric Ten Hag's future as well. That is no longer the case because what you're seeing from United now, a very impressive um, standout passages of play. They've scored some really tremendous goals of late. You think of the first goal in Copenhagen, the first goal against Galatasaray tonight, all three goals against Galatasaray tonight, Garnacho's wonder goal, the third goal at Everton as well, the way they constructed it. And that's the key word. They are starting to construct some really, really impressive moves, not on the counter-attack either necessarily, that feature very prompt, slick, uh, forward progressive passes and there's there's an incision about them and they are becoming watchable and as I said earlier in the Premier League this season they have been by and large uninspiring and even still at Everton at the weekend it, it wasn't truly there was a captivating goal in the first half certainly but it wasn't necessarily a captivating performance but in Europe that some of the football they're playing is is terrific and, and Ten Hag said to us um, after the, the the game against Galatasaray I was going to say tonight, but it, it is this morning here now. He said they, they pl- that, that we're playing the way I, I like us to play, and that's that that's absolutely vital because United did lose that this season. Um, certainly in the first three months, they've they've not had an identity. Now it feels like that identity it's it's coming back, or it's it's certainly a new form of identity. And there are some players there who are in a very good vein of form. Garnacho is doing very well. He he got another goal tonight, and he's looking very confident. I'm not too sure why he came off. I thought that was a very strange move. I thought it was logical to bring Palistri on. In, in fairness, Anthony had a very good game. I thought I thought he did pretty well. It was his by far and away his best performance for United this season, but also one just one of his best performances says for United uh, Bruno Fernandes is in good form and having good impacts he got an assist and a goal Luke Shaw's come back into the team looks very looks looks good no no signs of any ill effects from his um, his hamstring problem Harry Maguire's in form Kobe Mainu so composed when he came on against Galatasaray as well and you'd really like to see him start against Newcastle at the weekend McTominay is 
um, has, has had the resilience to, to regain his place, and he's he's starting every game at the moment. So there are individuals in uh, who, who are in a good place at the moment, and, and United are obviously benefiting from that because of the way they're playing in certain stages. The so that that's what must make it even more galling for Ten Hag that. He he sees these brilliant pieces of play, but they still still succumb to these errors and they take these backward steps. So that although they are making strides and they are making progress as well, I mean they're only two points behind Tottenham in the Premier League table, and and Spurs, of course, um, their their manager Ange Postecoglou, he he's won every manager of the month award so far this season. He's won all three, so. United, by plugging away in the Premier League, they're in a pretty reasonable place there, even though there's some big tests to come, but that's that happens with every team. It's it's a shame for them that they may go out of the Champions League and the, the chances are that they will. As I said, a lot of things would have to happen in their favour for them to be in that draw in mid-December. And when Manchester United go out of the Champions League at the group stage, that in itself demands another inquest and there have been a lot of inquests this season and so that's that's why it would be a particular pity for them if they were to sully this period coming up um, with a very, very premature ejection from the competition they, they always want to be in and of course it jeopardises their chances of, of getting into it next season as well not just because they, they can't win it but the coefficients um, which would possibly enable the fifth place team in the Premier League to qualify for the Champions League next season. The Premier League may not have um, that that privilege, so to speak, because there's, um, looking at it at the stage of play at the moment, there's a very good chance that United and Newcastle will go out of the Champions League at the group stage and that would weaken the Premier League club's uh, coefficient. I, I think that's how it works anyway. It's very, very bizarre. Um, and it, it was a lot, lot simpler when it was just a case of the top four getting the Champions League and and that's that. But unfortunately, they're meddling with, they're meddling with a lot of things um, and the, the Champions League format is going to change next season. Hopefully for us, hopefully for the supporters, United will still be in, in the Champions League beyond Christmas. But uh, at this stage, it is looking very doubtful. But they are still they are still just about alive um, in, in in it. And um, if if they do go out, they they will well and truly rue that. Given they've well, they've dropped eight points from winning positions across what's it three games now? Uh, two against Galatasaray, one against Copenhagen. They had two goal leads in Denmark and in Turkey and they've taken one point out of a possible six from those games if they'd won those two games they'd um, well they'd, they'd, have, they'd have qualified as, as simply put so it sounds easy but it really hasn't been easy uh, covering United it's been pretty exhausting just in, in Europe alone but hopefully for our sake and hopefully for the supporters who've made the trek here and will bust into the ground and had to stay in the ground long after full time Hopefully, they will have more European trips in the new year, just as long as it's not in the Europa League. 